Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits to help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. I've been playing video games since the early 90s, from Super Mario Bros. 2 to Street Fighter on SNES to Doom on PC to Virtual Fighter on the Sega Saturn to Counter-Strike on the PC to the latest Call of Duty on the Xbox Series X. Video games have been a huge part of my life outside of work and school. Despite being entrenched in the gaming world as a fan, it never occurred to me just how massive of an industry it is. The gaming industry pulled over $240 billion in 2023, and it's growing at a rapid pace. While the gaming industry is primarily B2C, business applications have a place in enhancing the overall customer experience. That's why this week we have a Dynamics 365 and gaming industry expert to share with us how Microsoft approaches the gaming industry and how gaming companies are using the Dynamics 365 platform. Let me introduce you all to Justin Raphael. Justin is a sales leader in the mighty West Midwest OU in the business application stew focused on the West Coast, Colorado, Nevada, etc. He's been at Microsoft for 11 years, starting in support, being a TAM support seller, support sales manager for six years. He lives in Tacoma, Washington, and currently lives, breathes, and eats all things biz apps. In addition to having a vibrant family, a passion for triathlon training, and hustling his kids to various after-school activities. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Digestible Dynamics Podcast. Today, we have Justin Raphael, who is a business application sales manager for the gaming industry, to talk to us all about Dynamics for Gaming. Welcome, Justin. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for uh, for having having given me some opportunity here to talk to you guys about uh, what's a really unique space, um, all things video games and business applications. I'm biased. I grew up playing video games. The first game I remember playing was Doom on the PC. I was probably a little too young to play that game, but that's besides the point. So <laughs> let's dive into the first question here. So Justin, what are some of the top digital transformation trends happening within the gaming industry? Well, hey, thanks, thanks a lot for asking. I think, you know, obviously you're seeing a lot of uh, a, mo- a lot of movement in the gaming industry in general in terms of uh, moving off of their out of their own data centers and into you know hosted data centers, right? And, and while I don't live in the Azure space, um, you know I, I know you know, if you, when you look at companies like Electronic Arts and others, you know they've made huge investments, um, you know in Azure, right? And, and I think a lot of that you know has to do with our ability to do uh, massive compute workloads, how we're integrating artificial intelligence in terms of you know that whole uh, process. But you know the other trend that we're really seeing from a business side of the house is their their need to ensure that their customers are retained coming out of 
um, COVID, right? Um, how do you keep keep how do you keep gamers engaged? How do you ensure that that gamers have a really f- great um, experience when they are having issues? Um, how do you you know handle things like parents complaining about uh, you know you know little Johnny or Jane uh, spent too much money on on uh, Roblox bucks without without their parents knowing, right? Um, right. So how do you handle those sorts of things? So like like I think you're seeing a big transformation in terms of customer service, both in terms of their end users' experience, and then also you're seeing a lot of gaming, um, a big trend in the gaming industry in general of uh, cost consolidation. You know, I think it's it's public knowledge, right? You're, you, there's a lot of layoffs right now in the video game sector, and so companies are looking for ways uh, to to find cost efficiencies, right? Um, and and if AI is a way to do that. If there's a way to um, improve their customer service organization to be more streamlined and still be just as good or better, then then you're seeing a lot of gaming companies be very interested in it. No, Justin, thanks for that uh, explanation there. I just want to understand, like, are some of these customers also looking from a security standpoint as well? Right. I mean, security is for sure... You know, when you talk to um, any sort of B two C type of scenario, and that's really what gaming, frankly, is in, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. is a B two C scenario. You know, fraud and security are top of mind. I think you'll see that a lot of their developers and, and a lot of their systems, you know, they, they already think about, um, you know, some like identity theft and, um, and you know, password sort of protection and, and all right. of that, but, but you know, what's also top of mind is, is fraud, right? And there's lots of different forms of fraud that, that, that gaming companies think about that I think, you know, traditional retailer may not. Um, an example would be, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like how do you identify when a player is being controlled by a bot, right? How do you identify, um, you know, players are trying to, you know, scam each other. How do you identify, right. um, you know, just some, some people, you know, gamers are really good at finding loopholes, right? Like I, I think I remember mm-hmm. playing a video game as a little kid and, you know, you, you find out where's that, where that one glitch is <laughs> and, and you exploit it, right? I think, I think you guys all, uh, I remember playing TJ. Super you, Mario you, you, Brothers. Right. You find <laughs> that glitch and, and, you, and you get after it because, because that, that gives you, but, but you know, the, the, the problem with that is it, you know, it makes honest gamers unhappy to play the game, right? Some people, right. you know, they get, you know, they're, they're very passionate about it. Uh, that, you know, a lot of people put a lot of their identity and, and their performance in these games. And, um, if they don't feel that like it's on the level, then they, they'll stop playing that game. So I think from a security perspective, you should really broaden that to think about fraud as well in, in all manners of fraud, um, which is great, you know, for Microsoft, right? Frankly, you know, we have a really cool, um, story in terms of that, in terms of uh, uh, fraud protection, dynamics fraud protection. And I think we now we just call it fraud protection as well. Yeah. Love it. And I remember growing up and being told, hey, you're playing too much video games. It's You're not going to go anywhere when you think about playing video games. But now we look at the industry. It is a multi-billion yeah. dollar industry that arguably yeah. isn't going anywhere. And when we think about that, that massive scale of, of the market how are yeah. these gaming companies using Dynamics 365? So you did mention customer service. Yeah. So I'm just curious how yeah. other ways are using it. Well, you know, I think think what you're seeing in the gaming sector is you're seeing a lot of um, usage in terms of fraud protection initially, 
um, specifically. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, it was our dynamics fraud protection product that has since sort of just changed to being called fraud protection um, in general. So that was a really huge use case. I think the, the other use case that we're seeing from customers with our dynamics uh, suite, frankly, is in terms of dynamics customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a, a lesser extent, you're seeing interest in cu- customer insights. Um, that, that's our technology that enables sort of like a 360 degree view of a, of a customer's behavior or, or of a player's behavior um, in the market, right? So how do we um, help uh, a gaming company monetize, um, make recommendations to that, that player for, um, you know, advertising? Like how do you do in-game advertising um, in real time? And how do you, um, you know, l- look at that person holistically, you know, their behavior across the entire internet? But customer service, I think, is the one where we're seeing the most traction with. Because frankly, we have a great story um, at Xbox in terms of how we've used Dynamics customer service with with uh, Copilot to basically do do way more with the same number of folks um, we've always had in Xbox um, in the customer service, and and yeah, that's where we're getting most traction with um, with companies across the industry. No, so you touched on the biggest buzzword that the world has ever heard: Copilot. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. I've heard about someone. <laughs> You've heard about that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can you dive in a little bit more? Um, would you have like a use case of something or for sure? How your yeah. customers are using it? So, so the, you know the the really cool thing about you know you know Copilot for customer service um, is like even though you know everyone talks about gaming companies are so unique, um, but the reality is customer service is customer service, right? And an agent on, on the line is an agent on the line. Right? Now you might be solving, um, you know, you, you might be solving a, a cable outage. You know, you, your your local cable company might have an outage in your area, and you might be a customer service agent on the phone with uh, with UKJ or, or Kevin and and fielding your calls. Or you might be somebody fielding, you know, your question about your, um, you know, whatever game it, it's not loading or or whatever. Right. Right. So. What we're seeing is, you know, the scenario of, hey, if you're if if you're an agent and you're answering a question and you need to surface information in real time, you know, your copilot assistant on your screen, be it in um, whatever sort of, you know, regardless if you're using ServiceNow or any other, you know, prop, you know, product, it doesn't matter. Copilot for customer service will enable will will bring all the like the case data. It'll bring in any relevant emails. It'll it'll surface it all to you in one place, and that's how the customer service agents are using it to you know quickly get you know contextual understanding about cases from disparate systems. And because what you'll see in a lot of companies, like they've got like a million different customer service systems, right? They might have ServiceNow for ticketing, they might have something else for email, and so the question is, okay, well, how do you pull all that together? Because right now there is no way of doing it other than using customer service, a co-pilot for customer service. Um, and, and it's cool is that, you know, obviously we want to sell Dynamics 365 customer service, but, you know, you know, we, we can also just do, you know, co-pilot um, for, for customer service and, and, and it can, you know, play well with others. Yeah. Absolutely love that. And co-pilot, you touched on the massive buzzword. That's, that's Every conversation I have with the customer yeah. is all about Copilot. So it's very good yeah. to hear that we're using it. We're drinking our own Kool-Aid. And I think that's one of For the sure. things that um, 
I hear like, hey, are you are you guys using it? But you know, we yeah. are actually very much using it. Yes, for sure. And I think you know th- we have some some really amazing stories out there from our Xbox product group how they leverage um, Copilot in in the customer service arena. To uh, I mean, I think they've they've if I recall, they've decreased case volume or or case or time of resolution by by over thirty percent since mm-hmm. leveraging it. Um, they've been able to stabilize headcount. Um, they've been really far more efficient as a result of leveraging this technology, and and it's a public-facing um, use case, right? Like, like it's all yeah. like like you, it's not like some inside baseball. Um, they're and they're more than happy to talk to um, customers as well about how we're using it. And, and frankly, you know, our customer service agents, um, our customer service organization for Xbox is, you know, one of the lar- world's largest in the gaming industry. So, and I will tell you, gamers are impatient. <laughs> well, exactly right, and, and they're impatient, and 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 they and and they and they usually don't suffer uh, bad advice, right? And um, you know, and, and if you can use an assistant to to pull information and get you the right answer faster, um, even better. And I think think the other thing that you'll see too is, um, you know, how do you increase time to resolution with with things like um, like a power power virtual agent, like a like a bot, mm-hmm. right? And what Copilot enables is it enables these bots to be far more intelligent, right? So, you know, not even talking about empowering a human agent, but, but how do you really um, supercharge, you know, the chatbot experience, which frankly, like most people under the age of, of 50 prefer. Um, they prefer, yep. you know, not talking to a person, you know, I, right. like give me my answer now. I really don't want to talk to Justin, but yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, so, yeah. And speaking of Copilot, I do know that uh, Copilot for marketing, especially with customer insights, you can use it to uh, really hone in on who your segments are. Right? Hey, give me a segment on X, yep. Y, and Z. So from a gaming yep. perspective, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm envisioning target these individuals who are or play these types of games, who have spent money on these types of things in game. Is that something that could be a real use case? For sure. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a use case. I think the other use case to think about is um, you know, when you connect, you know, Copilot for, you know, for marketing or, you know, Copilot for, for customer service to a broad set of data, um, you know, you get better answers. Um, an example would be, uh, you know, if you have a, a if you have a user profile for, for Kevin and it's connected to, um, you know, I, I don't want to get over my skis here necessarily, but but I'll say if you connect it to not just your in-game behavior, but also ex, like public-facing, um, you know, your you purchases, know, yeah, p- purchase data, um, online purchasing, um, social you know, media, yeah. social media, um, even like your credit card information. Not that mm-hmm. you know it, it's you know we don't we don't We're look not at looking at transactions or anything, but, but, but you can still but you can still identify things about that person, right? Mm-hmm. Zip code they're in. Um, mm-hmm. you can, you can really leverage that to, to create personalized recommendations for folks and to create sort of like the, the marketing segments and then create like different customer journeys in terms of how you, um, advertise yeah. or try to engage these people. I, I want to ask you one quick question. So when you provide all of this data to mm-hmm. the consumer, right? This gamer, right? Right. What is their experience? Right. The experience piece, I think, is super huge in this in this spot and in this space, because if we're 
cluttering their mm-hmm. screen with all of these different purchases. What is that experience that you're hearing from feedback? What is that for the customer? Well, for the most part, I mean, the experience for the customer, um, I, I, I think, think the watchword most companies have is, is, is do no harm, right? Definitely, like, like it, should, it should be no worse than what they've been having before at a minimum. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and ideally, right, they're feeling that their, their interactions with whatever that game was is far more seamless it's faster. It's um, they, they they should feel that like they're having um, more fun in the game, right? Because they're spending less time trying to solve problems that that distract them from the game. Uh, I, the, the there's a lot of cool metrics out there that I know we have from Xbox. Um, in terms of that, you know, customer survey data um, mm-hmm. that really corroborate you know what, what I've just said. You know, it's right. not just some, something Justin you know. Pulling out, pulling out my armpit here. Um, you know, it's real. I, and I think the, the, the story about, you know, marketing in game advertising, isn't new, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, a lot of companies do it and they do do a good job of it. But, you know, if, if you, I think Microsoft's unique capabilities to provide um, that sort of really tuned uh, customer profile mm-hmm. and then connecting that to, to whatever technology the gaming company is using to provide in game advertising. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and when you can marry the two together, you have a really cool story. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Thanks, Justin. Truly yeah, no appreciate problem. that. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, the uh, the gaming industry is huge, and uh, I am far from an expert. But you know, in the last few years, since since really getting deep on all things you know gaming company you know related, and you know it's been exciting, right? It's exciting to see. Um, you know, we pivoted from thinking about like, hey. We need to, you know, gaming is so unique. We can only sell them super unique things to think about, Hey, you know, what core functions as a business, uh, apply to, to, mm-hmm. to, to many other businesses and what, how do our products align to that sort of horizontal, um, you know, problem. And, and I think customer service is key. Um, fraud is key. You know, these are problems that, that almost every type of, um, for-profit B2C scenario specifically. Um, handle deal with 100 well justin thank yeah. you so much for jumping yeah. on to talk about the gaming industry uh we'd love to have you back on with new <laughs> developments in the gaming industry with as they come especially with uh, well, crazier use cases with co-pilot i do have a shameless plug i have, I have one shameless plug here so in february mid-february we're going to be hosting a uh, customer service uh public facing customer facing massive event in in the Bellevue area um, it's really focused on on leaders um, in the customer service sphere um, and we're gonna have some Xbox leaders presenting we're gonna have leaders from our own product group for customer service presenting um, and you know I, I think you know we're gonna have some app we're gonna have all the invites out and save the dates out we're gonna be sending all this out over the next two or three weeks um, because the events gonna be right now tentatively for February 13th but um, don't hold me to that. It might might shift a couple days in or out, but um, you know, definitely excited to get get the word out about this event. Um, it's going to be focused on customer service for leaders, um, and you know, it will probably have about 100 attendees. And yeah, perfect. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes as well, so whoever's listening to this can view no, no that and join the event. Cool. Thank you so much, Justin. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics Podcast a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. 
While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks. <laughs>